When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mornings on SEN. Rashford, is he on? Bruno Fernandes! The flag is up! Fernandes runs to the assistant. He's saying that he wasn't offside. But Rashford was. Huge moment this now in the game. Could see Rashford off here, but does he touch it? He doesn't. He doesn't touch it at all. I think Rashford realised he could let it go, and it's been given. The roar will tell you. Rashford made every effort to get out of the way. The protests will be long and they will be loud from City. But Manchester United are back on level terms. And it's the captain who's led by example. Well, if Rashford has left that intentionally, it is a very clever piece of play. I think he knew his position, Connor. I think he knew that he's, he was likely to be flagged. Controversial equaliser for Manchester United in the Manchester derby on Saturday night. To make things worse for City, uh, Marcus Rashford went on to score the winner not long after that. So time to talk some world game both here uh, and also abroad with the man that everyone loves uh, when he's on air here, Andy Harper from Paramount Plus and Channel 10, uh, their football expert. G'day, Andy. Jules, how are you? Very good. We've got a lot of love for you after our segment uh, last week. So uh, people, Jeez, that's a rare thing. people wanted us to talk every day. <laughs> the rare thing, and make hay while the sun shines, eh, Jules? Absolutely. Now, last week when we were on the show, you put on the agenda your frustration with the with the handball law and how it's yeah. being adjudicated. What about the offside rule and yeah. and players interfering with play? Because surely Marcus Rashford is interfering with play there, and that goal shouldn't have stood. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else do you say? I mean, the the, the whole move to technology is to make the decision-making in football, which is a very fluid game, a binary thing, and it's not. Referees, uh, it's a lot of the other football codes are the same, but I think football's um, probably got a lot more room for error here. It is, the interpretation of the rules is so subjective. Um, and in this clamour to corporatise the sport, we, we try to sanitise things and have the same rules that are... Well, the same rules are applied, but different interpretations game to game. That's just the way it goes. Um, and so now we have these tectonic plates crunching with our historic watching of football games and supporting of them and, and arguing about interpretations, but, but that's just part of the game, coming up against this need to have a binary system where it's either right or it's wrong. Uh, and it's causing, it just causes way too much grief. I would have thought Rashford was clearly interfering with play, so I don't understand quite how the goal uh, wasn't rubbed out. And, and it's the same with other offsides, uh, other offsides and other handballs, where you just think, this is not what the laws were created to adjudicate for. We're, we're, making, we're making issues here where there mightn't have been before. So um, look, the controversy is not going to stop this week, Jules, to put it that way. We just wait seven days for the next roll, next lot to roll out. Yeah, it feels like that at the moment. Um, big weekend in the title race. We'll get that to, in a second. But 
United's going really well. How impressive have you been with Eric Ten Hag? Not only the fact that he's got them playing well, it's a big win against their local rivals, but you know he had to deal with the whole Cristiano Ronaldo fallout and some tension with the, with the superstar. How impressed have you been in his early stages at Old Trafford? Well, he's he's doing his job, um, and and I don't think we should be under any illusions. His job was to come in and clean Ronaldo out of the place. That's mm. my interpretation. No one else had the balls to do it. No one else um, had the gravitas to do it. Ten Hag's star was rising as a coach. He'd done very well in Champions League. He, he's a young, a young guy still, still early enough in his career to believe his own BS um, <clears throat> and be fortified by his own ego. Um, and, and that's all balanced by you know his very, very good performance as a coach. And, and the, I'm that they decided the, the Ronaldo project as 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 commercial as it might have been to sell shirts and as effective as he was as an individual top scorer last year, you, you can't help but, but, but be of the, of the impression that, that the football people at Man United said, right, if we're actually going to challenge for the title, which is the point of this, we, we cannot do this Ronaldo experiment any longer. But none of them had the balls to do anything about it or the ability or the capacity. Um, and so that's the Ten Hag's immediate tenure was built around moving Cristiano Ronaldo out of the place. And, and it, it probably at giving a personal cost, um, doing something he didn't really want to do but knew had to be done and, and engaged in this, this, this really quite ugly spat. Um, but it's worked. And I think now with Ten Hag, firstly having <clears throat> been able to, to move that piece, that very big piece out of the dressing room, not only does that help what he wants to do with the football team, but, but the power that that gives him now, the, that, that emboldens him in, the, in that dressing room, if you can stare down the world's greatest and, and get your way with it, then, then that really does big things for the aura, his aura in the dressing room. And now his, his football now can take over. I don't think I'm reading too much into this, but that was what he was brought in mm. to do. And oftentimes, I've got to say, without, without typecasting people, oftentimes in the world of football, it's Dutch coaches yep. who are asked to do that because they they have very strong wills. They do, and he, yeah, he's doing a good job. So they're fourth at the moment, Man United. They're five points clear of Spurs in fifth. They've got to give it to Newcastle United as well, having a great season. Uh, another win this morning. They're third. But now it's an eight-point gap. And, you know, really disappointing scenes at the end of the North London derby this morning where a Spurs fan kicked out at Aaron Ramsdale, the, the uh, keeper for Arsenal. But... I don't think anyone, even the most ardent Arsenal fan, would have thought they could win the title this year. Now it's, I know we're only halfway through the season, but eight points is a significant gap. It is. No, it is. And certainly there's to lose from here. And they've done a tremendous job. And um, you, you, you're right, Jules. You go into a season and, you know, you just you keep thinking based on history that it's going to be the usual suspects. It's not that Arsenal are a complete bolt from the blue, but, but what's made... Um, you know what's made for their ascension in part has been Liverpool's collapse, which is another story. Mm. Who would have seen that coming? Um, Sadio Mane leaves Liverpool. I know it's a very talking about binary solutions thing. That's a very simplistic view of what's happening at Liverpool. But they lose a great striker, and the whole thing collapses. I mean, Liverpool are in all sorts of trouble. No one would have predicted that. Um, and so, whilst we're not talking about Arsenal being Leicester 2.0 because they're a massive club, I don't think anyone really foresaw Manchester City struggling to keep pace with them. Uh, of course, a long way to go, and and watch the shadow that's going to be cast by Manchester United. Now that's the way I'm watching this. I, I think now that they've cleaned the place out, and I, I use the term respectfully, given the individual batting we're talking, 
and and what Ten Hag has been able to do in his watch them watch them grow in the race and we we could have a really exciting run to the finish line actually. Another big week coming up. City hosts Tottenham and Manchester United play Arsenal on the weekend. What about um, Liverpool? 4-0 loss to Brighton. Uh, mm. You know, there's going to be a change in ownership there as well. Is, is How much pressure is on Jurgen Klopp? Are we talking pressure starting to build in terms of his role? Well, uh, it depends how much credit he's put in the bank. I would have thought he's got a fair bit of credit in the bank, but the fall has been reasonably precipitous. When you consider how, how how strong they've been in the last few years, that they've become so um, so febrile so quickly, really. Um, but it's but but the immediacy. Look, there's, there's no pressure immediate, immediately. I wouldn't have thought, um, but he'll be using up a fair bit of capital to restabilise the place. I don't quite know where they go from here. Whether they're really hearing much in the transfer market, how much. Uh, our, our outgoing owner is going to spend on a squad that's not going to be their responsibility for much longer. I mean, he's dealing with all this as well. And, and when you get these change of ownership situations, it's human nature in the dressing room for people to start looking sideways. And if the dressing room's lost focus, which is a big part of the Gegenpress um, style of, of Jurgen Klopp, you really need everyone 1,000% focused on the direction and the high-energy direction in which you're going. And you lose a player or two, and other players start looking sideways. Even if you're Jurgen Klopp, in those circumstances, it can be very, very difficult to corral the troops. You'd have to say the season is a face-saver from here, from Liverpool. Um, and the attention now is going to turn to these other clubs, in particular Arsenal, to see if they can maintain the rage. And, and, and the re-emergence of Manchester United, which is something I fully expect to take place from this point on. Yeah, that's going to add an exciting element to the season. We're speaking to Andy Harper, Paramount Plus and Channel 10 football expert. Uh, locally, Andy, uh, when we spoke to you last week, you were saying it's time that, you know, Melbourne victory, in a sense, were put out of their misery. We need some uh, definitive answers in terms of their punishment. We got that. Just a, a quick thought on those punishments and, and then on their performance uh, in Adelaide to get a 1-1 draw on the weekend. Well, the punishments are heavy. I, I can't speak um, specifically about them. Jules, because you, well, I'm not privy to what they had to, do, you know, how they had to deliberate the information they had. I'm, I'm surprised at this point. I must say, I'm not obfuscating, but I am surprised that Melbourne City have seemed to escape. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if there's something. Again, I'll, I'll reserve my final judgment because I'm not sure if there's something still in the pipeline for Melbourne City. But you know, they're the home team. Um, surely had a, a more senior responsibility uh, as far as. Security was concerned. Their own fans were throwing flares too. Um, so let's just give the benefit of the doubt that those, that part of it's yet to roll out. Uh, and I don't want to go too hard. Again, because a very complex, difficult situation, a very traumatic situation, and I'd hate to have had to deliberate on this. But the, 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 the sanctions are heavy. I feel for the club because the vast bulk of the club and its supporters have been no responsibility whatsoever, but that's the way it goes. Um, I am surprised. I actually thought one of the most efficient things to do would have just been to have handed the derby result to Melbourne mm. City. I, I do I find that one strange, I must say. Um, but, but, you know, we'll roll with it. and we'll, that, That'll attract its own measure of interest to, uh, to replay the, the remaining 70 minutes from 0-1 if you're a victory fan. Um, I just want to say on top of all this, though, Jules, how much, you know, you can only admire 
the, the players, as we've seen, how they've handled it in the short term and the coaching staff. You know, they were coughing and spluttering, you know, what turned out to be a really good game against Adelaide on the weekend. And you can only imagine how difficult it's been for them to be focused. What the hell's going on with our club, with my employment, um, with our season? Um, and they've been out of form before that, but also as a result of all the tumult. And they just fought so hard to get that result against a really good Adelaide team and scored a cracking goal, hopefully to be a bit of a catalyst for the change for them. But um, I, this is a watch this space, really, for victory. Uh, I just admire how the players are getting through it in the short term, uh, still propping up the rest of the competition, but not the way they're playing. I think that'll turn very quickly. Yeah, great goal from Nick D'Agostino in that match. Uh, Jamie McLaren, disgraceful performance, didn't score on the weekend, not good enough. <laughs> yeah, sack him. Should sack be him, dropped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, had 31 shots to two, 13 corners right. to zip, and 55 times they got the ball into the penalty area compared right. to eight yet one all with Western Sydney. Uh, what do you say? That sort of thing can only, only ever happen in soccer football. Mm-hmm. If you have that, it just, you know, you Correct. put it in the Aussie rules. Put it in the Aussie rules, mate. If you're, if you're in, what do they call it, entering the 50s? Inside, the yeah, 50s. if you win the inside 50s by about 40, you're going to win the game. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah mate, if you get into the, into the 20 metre zone in rugby league with that weight of possession, you're going to win by 100. Uh, same with rugby. This is, this is one of the things, just one of the things that makes football such a fascination. Of people on the edge say, "Oh, well, that's that's boring." And, but if you're in into the game and you, you admire the resistance, um, confronting uh, the Western Sydney Wanderers managed to put up, confronting the might of Melbourne City in very hot conditions, uh, rode their luck. There's no question they rode their luck. But you get the you get the chocolates at the end. And th- this is just one of the very fascinating things that makes football resonate with so many people around. Around the globe, I don't think Marco Rudan's plan would be to play like that every week. I wouldn't have thought. I think there's probably, as time goes on, going to be more pressure from his fan base, being a big club mm. in the competition, to actually assert themselves more. But for the here and now, facing, to this point, a virtually unassailable Melbourne City, who are completely dominant, you can you can forgive them on this day, and they they scored a good goal to win it, and then they hung on, and they hung on for bloody an hour and a half. It was ridiculous, but anyway, it could only happen in football. Yeah, the heat was a bit of an issue over the weekend. Uh, just finally, Andy, where do we find you today? Normally, you're in the car when we're chatting to you. You must do a lot of hours uh, in the yeah. car. Where do we find you today? Well, I did delay getting back in the car. I've come in for an early early. Um, a bit of surfing action with my son in Foster Tongue Curry. Absolutely gorgeous. We're just I'm just sitting on my first brew of the morning, Jules, and I've, we've been we've been in Wallace Lake. And we've been treasured to dolphins actually putting on an aerial performance in the lake. Absolutely sparkling up here on the mid north coast in New South Wales. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. And as always, uh, thanks for your time. We'll speak soon. Uh, enjoy the surf. My pleasure, Joel. See you soon. Great to talk to Andy Harper, Paramount Plus and Channel 10 football expert. Just off the 40 Wings temper, I was I was trying to get the information on this. City did hand down their own punishment to their supporters. They couldn't attend active areas for the last two home games. That's what a well-run club does, says Peter. After the break, we're going to chat the big story of the morning, really, in Australian sport, and that is the Wallabies have sacked their coach, Dave Rennie. Uh, Eddie Jones is coming back. Uh, Tom Decent. Uh, from the Sydney Morning Herald, uh, journalist who's been all over this story, uh, will join us after the break on mornings for the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel in stock now.